So I have been reading a lot of books lately, and I just finished this awesome book called You Are More Than Enough, You Are Magnificent by Gainalyn Condi. In her book, she discusses 10 areas where many of us feel not enough. They are enough love, enough beauty, enough divinity, enough time. That chapter was huge for me and is a total reread. Enough strength, enough grace, enough kindness, enough value, enough patience, also a huge, good, nice chapter, and enough faith. She got me thinking about the word enough and about being enough. I found it interesting that she used words that go right along with what I've been learning about mental health, depressions, and the distortions. She said things like black and white thinking, which is a name of one of the distortions, and things like, we need to get good at catching the false beliefs before they take root as forged truths, which is what we are trying to do by identifying the distortions. And she even used the word distortions. And those are just the ones that I caught. She also talks about a few exercises she does to stay mentally strong, which I loved. So first, let's talk about the word enough. What does it mean to say, I am enough, or to think or know, I have enough strength, I have enough time, I have enough love? This is interesting to me because it doesn't mean you don't want any more, but it does mean you have an adequate amount. You have what you need. So to me, it's the balance between being content and actively working on growing. It is important to know we are enough and to be happy with what we have while working to improve ourselves and our situation. So I have added the words I am enough to my list of I am statements and to my daily positive affirmations. I know I've talked about I am statements before, but I do want to touch on them again. They are so powerful. Our brain accepts them as a permanent state of being. So it would be best for us to say or think only positive I am statements. We will obviously feel and have negative feelings. So if we make sure to say and think those as I feel statements, our brain can recognize them as a temporary state and not part of who we are. I've been digging deeper here since I last talked about this and I found two interesting things. One is in Spanish, they have different words for different I am statements and not all of them mean I am. The second thing I read in Moses. God refers to himself as I am. That is one of his names. So to me, we recognize God in us when we say I am statements. I've noticed when I say my positive affirmations every day, I don't feel or see an immediate change, but one has occurred when I wasn't looking, so to speak. I wondered, are these working? So I looked back at my life since I started doing them and wow, you guys, I have seen lots of positive change and I feel like it is a result from using my positive affirmations. I still have huge room for growth, but I can see that I've also made huge progress. One area I have room for improvement is in time. I think it's safe to say that most of us say and feel like we don't have enough time, but we really do. And we could benefit from reminding ourselves of that and of what, ama what an amazing gift our time is. Each morning we wake up and we get going on all the things we have to do that day. 
complaining about all the time we don't have. But are we grateful for the time we do have? Every day we wake up is a miracle. It's one more day we get to live. We get 24 hours to spend however we want. And I know we all have obligations, but they're obligations we choose to have. And I am positive that the majority of them are ones that we actually want. Close your eyes, unless you're driving, and imagine your life without any of your obligations. How would it look? Would it actually be peaceful and calm how you think? For me, it would be boring. For me, I wouldn't have my kids, my husband, my house. Really, I wouldn't have food, clothes, or even my body. Those are the things that are my obligations to take care of. But when we change the way that we look at them, it makes a huge difference. And that can be a hard thing to do, but we can do it. Cooking dinner, doing the laundry, exercising. We may complain about these things, but the alternative would be not having a family to cook dinner for or food to cook, not having clothes to wash, and ultimately not having a body to take care of. I know that's not what we want or what we mean when we're complaining about how much time it all takes, but remember, our thoughts determine our feelings. So if we think negative about these things, we will feel negative about them. If we can change those thoughts to think positive about them, then we can feel positive about them. Expressing gratitude is a super helpful way when trying to change those thoughts from negative to positive. Telling God thank you for your body, your family, your time will help you change how you feel about them. Sometimes I do this thing with my kids or my kids do this thing with me really where I do something fun for them or I put in some effort to do something for them and they will complain the whole time. They'll say things like, is this all we're doing? Or do we have to go or can we stay home and watch TV? Or do we have to watch this movie? Or do I only get one cookie? And it bugs me so bad. Sometimes I say, do you want one cookie or no cookies? Surprisingly, they never pick no cookies. And I'm always telling them, if I do something for you and all I hear is complaining about what you don't have, it doesn't make me likely to give more. And then they don't end up enjoying what they have. But when they get it and they say thank you and they show gratitude for what they have and what we are doing, they enjoy themselves more. I wonder how we look to God walking around down here complaining about all the time we don't have. And he's up there like, first of all, I give you tons of time and all I hear is complaining. And second of all, would you rather not have any more time? And third, you waste so much time complaining about not having any. No, I'm totally kidding. I'm sure it's not like that, but you get what I'm saying. So if we want to enjoy our time more, I'm suggesting we change how we feel about it, not what we're doing. And we change how we feel about it by changing how we think about it. Two ways to work on this are by expressing gratitude for it and the things we fill it with and by changing how we talk about it. On the subject of being enough, Two key points stood out from, to me from the book. She quotes Ralph Waldo Emerson. He says, What lies behind us and what lies before us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. I love this quote. It is so true. In my last podcast, I talked about the power of our thoughts. It is a real and amazing power we have in us. This is what lies in us, and it is greater 
far greater than anything that lies before us. We are way more powerful than we know and or than we want to believe we are. Really, truly understanding this can be a bit scary or hard because it takes away any scapegoat for our problems. When we fully understand we are in control of us and so also our own happiness and success, we don't have anything or anyone else to blame when things don't turn out the way we want. But believe me, I'm not trying to put more weight on your shoulders or to make you feel down at all. I'm hoping to do the opposite and to show you how powerful you are. This concept needs to go hand in hand with the understanding that we are enough today, right now, how we are, and that our value does not change based on our actions. That way we know we have the power to create and sustain the life we want, and we understand that, when, that we won't always do everything perfectly or exactly how we want, and that is okay. This leads me to the second thing that stood out from the book and is the thing that I like the most. She says a couple different times and different ways the following. You did your best with the information you had at the time. You managed things as carefully and wisely as you knew how. And isn't that always true? I know we can all look back to a time when we knew less than we know now, and we can see how we would do things differently now. And that's the beauty of life. We learn and grow but in this moment, we can only do the best we can with the knowledge we have now. So when we make mistakes or don't do something the way we would have wanted, we can learn from it and move forward better than we were before. This way, we can see the negative as an opportunity to learn and not as a negative at all. And we can only do our best, which will not look like everyone else's best. And that is a beautiful thing. We are all different. Sometimes we put unrealistic expectations on ourselves. This can happen when we see what others are doing and it is good and then we should on ourselves. I should do that. I know I spoke about should statements before, but let me remind you that they are not motivating and they don't serve you. We often say or think things like, I should exercise, I should eat this, I shouldn't eat that, I should do this. A small but very helpful change is to say or think more accurate thoughts, like it would be better for me if I exercised. It would be good if I ate that, or it would be best for me if I didn't eat that, or I would like to do that. This way we remind ourselves that we want to and are trying to do what is best for us, and we don't accept the guilt that comes from the should statements. Everyone is unique and has their own talents and abilities to offer in life. And we need everyone. If we were all the same, not only would life be boring, it wouldn't work well. One of the mental exercises that she talks about in the book is meditation. I've talked about this before, but I really like her explanation of it. This is a paragraph from the chapter on enough love. If you have never practiced meditation, don't make it complicated. It isn't another to-do to add to your list. Just find a quiet corner of your room and sit. Don't do anything. Try not to think about the errands you need to run, the chores on your list, or the buzzing of the fridge. When my mind won't calm down, I repeat the word love until the chatter stops. And I breathe. If you are worried about being productive, remember how life-sustaining and changing it is when you are drawing on and tuned into God's love. 
and you are getting something done. You are spending time just being and remembering who you are, not what you do. I love that, that last sentence. You are spending time just being who you are, not what you do. We are not what we do. We are who we are. And meditation is a great tool. You can use it however suits you best. And maybe you repeat a word until your brain is clear. Maybe you don't think any words at all. It is a simple practice that has great strength. And when you meditate, maybe you connect with God. Maybe you connect with yourself. Maybe you connect with the earth in stillness. It's up to you. You don't need to meditate for a certain amount of time or a certain number of times a week. Do it as long and as often as you want to, as much as you can. So enough talk. Let's start reminding ourselves that we are enough right here, right now, the way we are, and that we have enough. We have enough time. We have enough strength, enough faith. We are enough, and because we are, we can create and sustain the life we want. I want you to know that I know you are enough. You are enough right here, right now, exactly as you are. So for practical application, try starting every morning by expressing gratitude for what you have, for the time you have, for the body you have, for the people you have in your life, for the obligations you have, and begin to challenge your thoughts on the subject of enough. Challenge the way you speak about yourself and your time, and your obligations. As always, I want you to remember that these podcasts are as much for me as they are for any of you, if not more so. I learn so much from each one, and from all of you, so if you'd like to comment, please do. Also, please feel free to share this podcast as well, so we can all learn and grow together. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 